Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner is the podcast for martial arts instructors who want to hear behind the scenes of running a school. No fluff, just honest talk about the victories and struggles of running a martial arts school. Now, here's your host, Zach Hayden. Welcome to Confessions of a Martial Arts School Owner, episode number 83. My name is Zach Hayden, and I am excited to be back with you, where we talk about uh, school ownership, instruction, um, all those kinds of things for martial arts school owners. Um, I wanted to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by the Black Belt Business Group, um, and I'm going to be honest with you that... Uh, Somewhere I have misplaced my ad copy for the Black Belt Business Group, so I'm going to tell you what I think about it. Um, you go to blackbeltbusinessgroup.com and you'll be able to check out their website, but um, more importantly, you uh, just want, if you're an ATA school owner, you need to know how important um, consistent good content is for your Facebook group and your page. Um, and Black Belt Business Group has um, all those kind of solutions for you. Um, it's a it's an agency for smart businesses, um, you know, and they want to help uh, martial arts ATA school owners uh, specifically um, to to kick their butts uh, into gear and do a great job of um, you know marketing their business, being on top on their business. You can get the Black Belt Business Group to schedule all your um, regular Facebook content. Um, do ads for you, um, awesome articles with retargeting, all kinds of great stuff. So if you're an ATA school owner, I would highly, highly suggest that you check this out. Um, it's a great thing to have um, and uh, gets uh, you know a bunch of work off your plate that you may be doing right now and it's just taking you forever or you might not be doing it all right now and you should be doing. So check that out, blackbeltbusinessgroup.com, Mr. Shane Bedford uh, heading the ship over there. So I want to talk to you guys real quick about, or not real quick, we'll see. Um, This past weekend, we had our annual um, camp out event. Uh, We call it the Summit. Um, It is for our students at our school, and we go to a local camp facility that has cabins. Um, It's actually operated by the local YMCA or the, the Northeast Indiana YMCA organization i don't know who exactly but uh, it's called camp potawatomi and they have um, a great dining hall where they have food um catered you know i mean it's like made there um these nice cabins with workout area that we can use Um, they provide certain programming and things as well Um, and so this is our fourth year doing it Um, we invite students to come and um the price ranges anywhere from 99 dollars for our um, kind of our legacy students um, to uh, $125, $150 for um, basic members. So we give discounts if you're in the higher programs. We invite special instructors to come and join us. And then we also um, do a leveling up event if you are a legacy member and you're ready to um, kind of level up in your um, instruction. 
So let me kind of run through the schedule of what we did this time. I think this might be useful for those of you who are have never done a camp like this and kind of need an idea of what kind of schedule to do. This is what we did this year, and this year I would say is probably our, our very best camp. Um, we had uh, about 23 students come with us, and uh, we broke them into squads. We had four different squads of about five people each. Um, you know, so we did some squad competitions. We always make them do uh, squad chants to win a, a what we call a spirit stick, um, which great makes some great fun and and um, competition and things while we're there. So we uh, arrive Friday after school. Um, students check in at five o'clock. And we started right away with a, a workout. Um, we actually used that first workout, those first, uh, the first hour, as a workout time for um, our instructors that are leveling up to run a class, and we could test them on their instruction skills, so they were ready to go right from the beginning. Um, we did that for about an hour or so. Uh, around seven o'clock, we had a guest instructor come in and do a weapon training with us. Um, well, this time, we did the Osung Do or the broadsword. Um, and did that. And then after that, we let most of the students have free time about 8 o'clock, um, but our legacy students um, went ahead and did some more physical workout um, to, to work on some of their certification stuff. Then Saturday morning, so then we went to, to bed. It was a short night Friday because kids have school and we got to get them checked in and stuff, um, but we got them right to work right away. Um, we actually, the, the camp, we did not contract with the camp to do dinner that night. Um, I decided that we were just going to order pizza in, and we did that about 8 o'clock. We ordered pizza and had that um, at night there before the Legacy Workout. Saturday morning, we started off with a workout about 7.30, or excuse me, about 6.30 in the morning. Um, at camp, we, we try to either do some really early morning workouts or wake them up um, late at night, in the middle of the night to, to work out with them. Um, this camp, I decided just to do an early morning one. So about 6.30, we worked out. Um, first, we went to breakfast at 8. Um, after that, we did, um, it says here I did a legacy workout. Um, we did a, a, a little bit of time for a legacy workout before gymnastics came. Um, oh, I think we also did another um, another person leveling up did a, a class at that time. Then I invited a, a gymnastics coach that's worked with martial arts before to come in and do an hour-long class there. We did a lunch at 11.30. After that, one of the, the things that we love the most about this Camp Potawatomi is they have a freestanding rock wall. It's... Uh, uh, 50 feet or so, I think, and so we always go out to that and have all of our students attempt that and do their best and have a lot of fun. So we did that after lunch. Um, we always enjoy that event, so that's always something we have the camp provide for us. After we were done with the rock wall, we invited uh, another guest instructor, Master Lance, to come in and do some self-defense training. That was about an hour, hour and a half or so um, with him. Um, then from there we went and worked on our fast defense active shooter event training. So we went through um, uh, the training of what to do if there's an active shooter with all of our students that were at camp, followed by dinner. We had a little free time there. There's a, uh, a playground. Um, if you haven't heard of Gaga Ball, um, they have a Gaga Ball pit there, and the, the students love that, so they always want some free time for that. After dinner, we had um, a sparring workout. I have a, a team sparring group that uh, I invited to come to camp and spar with these guys, and we sparred, um, and uh, our campers really enjoyed that. 
After that, we had a Nintendo Switch. Had a little competition with uh, the game called 1-2 Switch. And uh, man, that was crazy. A lot of fun there. Lights out were it was about 11, 11.30 or so Saturday night. So Saturday was packed full. Our students were exhausted by the end of it. Um, you know, we did... Um, workout early morning, we did um, legacy workout, we did gymnastics, rock climbing wall, self-defense with Master Lance, we did active shooter training, we did sparring. So it was a very busy day. That's the bulk of the training. Sunday morning we started with an active shooter event, so we actually went through an active shooter scenario. I started working out the students, and then um, we ran through uh, the scenario like it was actually happening. Um, then we went to breakfast. After breakfast, we continued with the active shooter event, um, letting them try a couple more times, taught the kids uh, that hadn't done part of the active shooter because in an active shooter event, you don't want the kids to do the tackling or whatever. We want them to hide. Um, and so we just did most of that with the adults, but we, we let the kids learn a little bit of it after breakfast um, so they got to experience it. And then we went through um, a, a separate scenario um, with the adults there. After work, after that, the uh, camp, um, one of the things that they can provide is some teamwork drills, and so we did that with them. Um, and one of them, one of them is uh, um, with a low ropes course, and that was a lot of fun then too. All throughout this, we did some squad, squad chants, and um, they were able to earn the spirit stick, and that transferred from squad to squad to squad. And at the end, we did a, a final awards for which squad got the, the spirit stick, um, and it was pretty awesome. So um, that was uh, Sunday. So we, we start Friday night, 5 o'clock. We end Sunday at about 1 o'clock. The parents picked us up, and um, I got messages from parents uh, that kids were falling asleep on the way home. They slept half the day on Sunday. When they got home, they were exhausted. Students loved it. Um, we provide a T-shirt for the students. Um, uh, all the training and stuff, obviously, the camp. We contract with the camp, and they do um, all the housing, obviously. And then um, we do – we did – Breakfast, lunch, and dinner on Saturday, and then we did breakfast on Sunday. We contracted with them for that. Um, and, uh, of course, with that, they also provide certain amount of services for us, um, like the rock wall and then teamwork drills. And they'll actually let us do more than that, but we wanted to get a bunch of uh, martial arts stuff in. Um, so this uh, camp this year was fantastic. I think it was our best one yet. I think it was a combination of... Um, the training that we had, I think it was a good mix of different kinds of training. Um, the number of students we had, this was our largest year yet with about uh, 25. Um, and then uh, the weather was nice, which was very helpful. Um, and uh, just the squad chance, we did some things this year that we hadn't done before. We hadn't had quite enough people to do squads before, and this year we did, and that I think helped a lot. Um, and so we just want to keep ramping this up. We do it every year. Um, next year will be our fifth anniversary. Uh, we've got even more kids excited about it. Um, I did, and, and it's also a great opportunity for uh, our leaders or our legacy students to um, level up, use the camp as, a, as an opportunity to level up then. I use the camp, obviously, we'd like to, we'd like to make some money on the camp. You know, we don't want it to be um, something that is, is uh, you know, we lose money on or break even on. I did a profit loss um, kind of analysis of the camp afterwards this year, 
and uh, we did make a profit. Um, you know, not as much as I probably would have liked, um, but I like to keep the camp affordable for the students, um, which, you know, $99 was our lowest price point. Most people paid $99, the early bird, or um, they paid slightly more, about $115 was the other um, price that uh, kind of our leadership students paid. So that was $115 is about what most people um, paid. Next year, I think it'll go up a little bit just to uh, help cover our costs, especially I've thought about adding in um, the dinner on Friday night that they the camp would provide. Um, and you know cushion a little bit we give all of our guest instructors um if they don't require pay we always give them a gift card of some sort especially if they travel from uh, further away and uh so the other thing though is this is just a great um retention tool um you know making sure that students just start to love their taekwondo training even more i've got students who are you know they just are talking about it um other ones are so excited we went on facebook live a bunch during it onto our facebook page and onto uh, into our our private facebook group we did it on instagram we just made sure it was out there a bunch um to uh, show what a great event it was um, make sure people really enjoyed it and share that enjoyment. Um, it builds a lot of bonds, um, and uh, the people who come usually come back because it's it's really exciting and they love it. Um, and so that's what we want to do with the event is just keep it, um, you know, rocking and rolling and people loving it. Um, and so I would I would highly suggest that you consider one of these. In the in uh, as I was growing up in Taekwondo, we did uh, camps that were similar to this. But they were um, outside at a, uh, a campground, a uh, local um, state park, and they were a blast. I mean, I loved them. Um, that's what we got these, uh, the idea for these from. But the downside was the whole setting it up because it's outside. Um, you know, the weather can be hit or miss. Um, and uh, everybody's got to have a tent. You know, if you don't have a tent, if you're not a camper, people don't like it as much. Um, and you have to deal with the whole food thing. Um, this is obviously more expensive because there's more overhead, but it's a lot less organizing for me to do. Um, the conditions are just so much nicer. You get the, you know, the idea of camping, but you get nice dorms and things like that. Um, and then I don't have to handle anything with food, and that is worth it just there. You know, I love that. So I would um, highly suggest that you look into, um, you know, doing a camp like this. See if, if your community, if somewhere around you has um, a camp um, idea, you know, a, a place where you can do it. Start planning it, seeing what you think. Um, and I, I really think uh, I really think it, you could benefit from it. Okay, so um, that's my suggestion this week. Uh, look into that. Um, I like to do mine in May because the camp is open, um, the weather gets nice, and we don't have to worry about the camp being booked during the summertime because we go before their their busy season. I've also done it in the fall. The fall is pretty nice too, but uh, our region has a camp. Um, kind of, so I wanted to put an opposite of that. So we don't have, um, we don't want conflict with that regional camp. So, um, put it on your list of things to check out and try this year. Uh, I think you will be pleased.
Okay. Make sure, guys, you're out there. Uh, check out um, the Black Belt Business Group if you're an ATA school. And ATA school owners um, suggest that your your students check out something that I'm I'm making for them to help them track their tournament points. If you go to uh, um, pointtracker.ninja, um, I think they'll like that. So until next time, guys, make sure you're out there striving for excellence.